This is DDS. Real fans, real sports talk. No BS. We're your hosts, Blake Melton, Bradley Newberry, and Matthew Two Tone Blue Parker. Parker, tell me what's good. Number one seed, baby. Win or lose, number one seed. Boom. I'm telling you, that's what's good in Middle Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, it is. All they do is yeah, win. It is. No matter what. No matter who's on the sideline with Chipotle, on the sideline with a bum hamstring, on the sideline with a concussion. Boo-hoo-hoo. All they do is win. And running back is probably going to be back in January, Parker. Yes. Yes. All the report out yesterday. (laughs) right. He's going to be back for the season. Dude, that, before it even goes to postseason. Such a Derrick Henry thing to do. It is why we need the number one seed by. Yeah. Because you don't want him to have to. I mean, I mean, you don't want him to have to be there either. Yeah, give him an extra week to get ready. I mean, it, it's – I mean, we're kind of jumping right into it here. But yeah. this is such a very positive and good thing for this team. To prove to themselves and to everybody else that we're a good enough team we don't have to have Derrick Henry. Being able to find ways to win without Derrick Henry is probably the best thing that's coming out of all this. You're, you have players that aren't scared to step up. You, you know, I mean, it, I just the defense, what can you say? You know what I mean? Tannehill, he's never going to be the guy that's going to put up gaudy stats, but he's a leader, and he just does his thing, just efficient. How did the defense look live against the Saints? Because the Saints didn't bring – anything with them really there was kind of patchwork with Simeon and weird name receivers that we don't talk about <laughs> if the first half it looked amazing all right I mean Simmons was an absolute yeah. beast in the first half he has seven and a half sacks if Simmons gets two and a half more sacks the rest of the year which is gonna happen mm-hmm. it'll be the first time the Titans organization has ever had two guys with double digit sacks in the same year I mean, he looked great that everybody looked great and Bayard looked great the second half they relaxed uh, but I think it was more game script and just letting them dink, dunk it down the field and mm-hmm. not hitting huge plays. It was weird at the end because I was sitting there watching it. Even though it came down a two-point conversion, it never really felt that close. It really didn't. It, it really didn't. It didn't. It was like, well, they scored. All right. And I was even looking at my wife and I was like, all right, they're up by eight. Like, okay, what are they going to do? Score, the, go the length of the field, score, and get a two-point conversion. And we're going to have a minute left with timeouts to go get a field goal. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's something about it never felt that close to me it just feels like this team just plays so relaxed no matter what the situation and it's not an arrogance it's just they they know that they have each other's back and it just feels like they they're just finding ways to get it done there's no other way around it the thing i love about this team is you, we don't have derrick henry right mm-hmm. and the offense is finding its way it's going to take a few weeks to figure out that's why i just please god just let's get to the bye week so we can implement some things and just, but they're finding a way to win while they figure out what they are. Yeah, um, which is impressive to me because I mean, they, it's not like they're finding a way to win against Houston. They're finding a way to win against in, playoff teams in LA, in or against uh, New Orleans. Seven, they're seven and zero against playoff teams from last year. So NFL refs, let's talk about this for a second. I've been really horrible at two things this year. Taunting penalties and roughing the quarterback. Parker was that roughing the quarterback when Tanny threw the pick. Tanny uh, Hill threw the pick. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. But it. I mean, I was even sitting there like I literally looked over at people beside me. I was like, shh, 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 shh. 
Yeah. And it was dead quiet. And then whenever they called the penalty, it was still quiet. People were like, are you serious? But like, it, it, it's not – Bogert was on this call. And I said gee. it go, before the game. I, I don't know if I tweeted it, but I was I was very uh, angry about it. He's the worst yeah. officiating crew. They are so bad. But it's this is not a Titans thing. This is an every no. freaking game thing. The, yeah, there were bad calls all through that game. What like, the, just blown yeah, calls. Blake's favorite old Gene – Sterator that's up in the yeah. booth. He's talking about how gross that call was too. It would, would you see the one? I don't know if it was Bogart earlier in the year that had it was the worst one I've ever seen. It was on Kyler Murray. The dude just like yeah. pushed. He didn't fall over and they threw it. That was in yeah. the Jags game. I'm pretty sure. It, it's been awful. The I know they want to protect the quarterback. I don't understand why they can't do it. Why can't they review this? Why can't they do it like they do in college? I, I don't understand any personal foul. J- just oh, because hey, that's a personal foul, right? It, Yes, and I'm, I like looking at it. They're doing some things right, where the the ball's marked wrong. They just hey, New York radio's down. Hey, that was obviously wrong. Why can't they just say hey, you obviously didn't touch that guy? Well, that was what the- was weird. Is didn't Gene Steratour say that New York could call them and say hey, no, 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 no. On personal fouls, I don't know if you can. I don't know that you can overturn it. I, I don't know why you. you Maybe he was talking to. about a different one. I, mean, I, I could have swore he. Maybe it was a different call during that game because I mean. They're, they're, that, that crew's just bad. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. I think what he was saying was, in this moment, when you throw the flag for this type of personal foul, mm-hmm. why not take a moment? Because we've seen these refs huddle up and yeah. have a conversation. Why not talk it's about it? It's easy to get it wrong well, yeah. in, uh, in live, in real it time. Is. It's it so is. easy because, I mean, literally, it's also stupid. The rules are stupid. I mean, if you literally lay one finger you on touch a quarterback's head – it's by the rule. That's a penalty. And it's stupid. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> this person said, you know, it was a bad call when Gene says it was a horrible call by yeah. the refs because he defends them every week. Yeah, yeah, he does. It was bad. Um, but, I mean, it did feel nice, honestly, though. Be on the other side. To be that. on the other side. Yeah, I never yeah. feel like we're on that side. And yeah. I just was like, you know what? Forget it because I'm used to the other way around. I mean, you all these stats, I mean, they could be misleading, I guess. But. You guys like to look at them. The Saints had 373 yards compared to 264 from the Titans. Uh, the Saints had two missed extra points. Uh, this call that went against them. Uh, the Titans' O-line is now giving up the league worst 29 sacks. The Titans have 18 drops, which is six most in the NFL. Yep. Is that a receiver thing? Is that a Tannehill thing? Is it both? No, it's a receiver, it's thing. A receiver thing. AJ Brown to, is the fourth most in the league. To me, it looks like a receiver thing. It yeah, doesn't look which like makes, a thing. Which makes Tannehill's stats not as impressive as some people want them to be. Yeah. Of his first five incompletions, four of them were drops. Like, And they're bad drops. They're like bad. And the offensive line has given up a lot of sacks, but I will say 20 of those were like in the first four games. They've done way yeah. better as of late. The one that was egregious – Taylor Lewan went out for one play. Oh, one play. One let play. Get, let me get a drink. And Lamb came in for <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, he did. And it looked like I came in for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just got – I mean, just – might as well not have been there. Yeah, he, he literally ran right by him. It, it was, was crazy. unbelievable. One play, and he gives up one sack. Uh, <laughs> it's not a good stat. <laughs> no, it's not. But, but Quisenberry started off really bad in the year, and now he's the highest graded right tackle in the league. 
Well, those people don't know what they're watching then because he's horrible. Quisenberry? He's awful. No, he's not of the last three games. He's one of the worst linemen I've ever seen. And I'm talking ever. Are you, You're insane. I mean, he's right. So in my rankings, he's right below Luke Jokel. Hey, make Jets. sure. Hey, go ahead and take off those turquoise toned glasses <laughs> you got. Quisenberry is god awful, folks. And I'm it, glad he's not on my team. Very bad the first oh, three Oh, don't games. worry. He's glad he's not on your team, too. Right. Don't worry. But, yeah, if you want to keep him around, pay him the big bucks like you've been making all these other great decisions from your GM. Which, then, like who? Then that's uh, – Julio Jones has been an awful decision, right? I don't know Where that we he? know it yet. He's hurt, No, man. we know it's a bad People decision. People judge way too hard on injuries. He's if he awful. if he's not out there not producing, but it's one thing. he was hurt time. before you signed him. That's what makes it a bad signing. He's been hurt the whole time. They cleared him to play. They said he was healthy. They're if not going to sign if you him. If expect him to all bad. to be hurt permanently, I mean that, that, that that's not realistic the, to think. The difference is he didn't get hurt in this season. He was hurt the entire time, and you signed him anyway. Did you think? I know, but you have to make a decision. Do you think he's going to stay hurt forever? I well, mean, obviously, your no. GM is making bad decisions. So, how bad was ETN since he got hurt? Is that the worst no, draft pick ever? He was never hurt. You've already said that. Still got hurt. It's not that. It's not still the got same. hurt. It's People the, get hurt. Not the same argument. Julio Jones was hurt last year and was never healthy this year. Never. What was he hurt with? In the Everything. last five games, Quisenberry has allowed two sacks. In the last five, he's awful. Terrible. 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 He is allowed in the last four Terrible, games. You know, glad he plays for the Titans. One one hit. Yeah, don't worry. We're, we're glad he plays for us, too. It's going to be a liability. It won't be this week because the one and eight Texans are coming into the eight and two Tennessee Titans. Tannehill, 12 touchdowns, eight interceptions. He now has more interceptions thrown this year than he did all of last year. Maybe the same, uh, but uh, it's just he's still better than Burrow and Darnold. They have 11 picks. The Tennessee Titans should have an easy game here. I'm not worried one bit. Really? The Texans Man. are nothing. After all that, he's nothing. not worried. He's not, not worried. worried. Terrible. Tannehill's terrible. Quisenberry's no, terrible. I didn't say Tannehill is terrible. The GM is terrible because, you know, the GM plays so many snaps uh, on the field. The GM is terrible. And, um, uh, you know, it's just terrible. But, but Tanny Hill is not a top 10 quarterback. However, he's good enough to win, as we see, 8-2, and two, but he's just middle of the road, 12 TDs, 8 picks. Yeah, but that stat doesn't tell you that's, everything. That's, that's a poor stat. It's, he, he's it's, just a That's like saying, okay, decisions. so okay, if Wentz is so much better. going, I to, didn't say anything about Wentz. Uh, everybody knows you, what you're you talking just brought about. It by this You've point. said Wentz is better. So if no, we, I didn't. You I said Tannehill, then Wentz, right below him. Okay, so okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, right <laughs> below I was, him. I was actually wrong. Okay. Wentz's stats are better than Okay, Tannehill. well, let's say right below him then. <laughs> Before this year started, we had a conversation, and we would still have this conversation. Indianapolis Colts, offensive line, better. Indianapolis Colts, secondary, better. Indianapolis Colts, receivers, the same or better. Indianapolis running backs, Derrick Henry's gone. Jonathan Taylor now leads the league. I think they're tied. They're top. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Is that Henry still <laughs> well, tied my, for the league? Indianapolis Colts kicker <clears throat> better. Every aspect of the Colts is better. If Colt, yeah. if Wentz is the same, why do they not have an eight and two record? And that's why I said I'd rather have Tanny Hill. So wait, wait, wait. I said I'd rather have Tanny Hill than Wentz. So if if you'd rather have, why would you rather have Tanny Hill? Uh, maybe because I'd, he's a better fucking quarterback. Uh, 
Because he's a better quarterback. Maybe he say doesn't it. get as hurt as much as we. Oh, but they're the same God's quarterback. Sake. He has <laughs> double the amount of viewers. You, you are so reaching I mean, for shit. All you it gotta, is so stupid. I'm sorry, Carson, that I undersold your ability because I was wrong. I mean, Tanny Hill. Do you still think coaches, coaches you even this, the coaches? Do you think, do you think that uh, that Trevor Lawrence's stats have anything to do with how good of a quarterback he is? Because it's fascinating. That he's the worst quarterback in the league. Um, his stats wouldn't put him at the worst quarterback of the league, but uh, uh, and my question still stands: with his stats, do you think that has anything to do with how good of a quarterback he is? The fact that you want you would rather have Tannehill than Wentz. The reason you want him is because he's a better quarterback. I'd rather have Lawrence than all of them. Okay, so stats are not. All necessarily I was doing was apologizing indicative. to Wentz for not considering his achievements. Let's call it that. If you want to go by stats. Hey, if you, yeah, if you want to get 80% quarter, of your. Of dead your, last is yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. But well, you'd rather. About Trevor Lawrence. I know. I'm just saying that's why stats aren't everything. No. Like, that would be. But neither are Wentz. Uh, yes. Yes, they are. Wins are so that could go down a rabbit hole of us talking about some quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Are you going to say that they're better than Dan Marino? No. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. I'm not. Sign me up for Baltimore Ravens and the worst quarterback ever. He won a Super Bowl. He's not better than Marino. He's got a Super Bowl. <laughs> but that doesn't make him better than Marino, Blake. No, but the argument Dilfer? is still. Really? No, he's not better than Marino <laughs> as a starter, obviously. So wins don't mean everything. Thank you. You would Point rather three. had Dilfer's career, though, than you would have Marino's. Because he'd rather have Super Bowl. Dilfer's career over Tannehill. Yeah, he's got a Super Bowl. Yes, yes, he I'd would. Rather have, I'd like to have a Super Bowl. Because Dilfer won regular season games, too. Tannehill's winning. Finally. I'm agreeing. He's got a Super Bowl. I'd rather have Dilfer's career, also. I'd rather have Marino's career. Sorry. He's better. I uh, think you're missing the boat. Yeah, I want not the Super Bowl. Because a championship does not make Dan Marino worse than Trent Dilfer. Didn't Sorry. say he was worse. Said I'd rather have the Super Bowl. But my point was wins don't mean everything when ranking quarterbacks. What does? You can see it. What? Uh, I, I, that was not an answer. You can see it. Marino's that was not better an than Dilfer. But that was not <laughs> an Dilfer answer to my has question. The Super Bowl. That was not an answer to my question. <laughs> yeah, all of it. All of it does. Yeah, you wins. have to take everything into account. Oh, wins. Completion percentage. Like, all of it. You can't just measure it by one stat. I can't measure it by wins and losses. I can't just measure it by TDs and picks. It's all of it. That's why I like to go with PFF. Because I do, too. Because if you look at the if you look at just the the uh, quarterback rating, this, was, this is an old, old stat. It was made for back in the day when you hardly threw the ball and you ran it. PFF, just to be consistent, that's what I usually go with. They have over 200 metrics per play. Yep. And so it's just – there's no perfect way of doing it. That's no. just the best way that, that I've found doing it because it takes in a uh, – like, were they under pressure? Were they – did they – which way did he roll out when he threw that pass? Did he have his starting lineman in? It just takes in so much information. You should watch the video of how they compile it. It's like, I'm just yeah, stupid. It's pretty, I, it's pretty I impressive. I appreciate it because I love stats. I appreciate what they're putting out there for us. But when you tell me Quisenberry is the number one rated right tackle – He is. No. That is I mean, I'm just two sacks in five games. Wrong. 
It's not wrong. I can sit there and see it. So you're going to tell the entire NFL world that Quisenberry is the best right tackle. Over the last five games. Yes. I wouldn't expect a Jacksonville Jaguars fan to know what a good offensive line about Jacksonville. I'm not saying for a career. I'm just saying over the last five games. He's playing well. Like, I can just look at it. Like, there's two sacks over the last five games. Players play well. In periods of time, and Against. I think I think that's also it, uh, imperative to think about when we're talking about quarterbacks. Players play well over a period of time. Yeah. Right now, Quisenberry's playing pretty well. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Not for the his not saying ever. he's a freaking Hall of Famer. <laughs> yes. Not saying he's Doug Matthews or Bruce Matthews. Bruce, Doug, Bruce Matthews. Doug Matthews is the coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah he's, it's not Bruce Matthews. He did suck against the Jets. I will say that. Uh, everybody in a Titans uniform sucked against oh, the Jets. Oh, God, it's so bad. Mm. Is anyone going to suck against the ti- Texans? I, the I, Texans? I, the ten, yeah, the, whoever they are. The Houston Texans. I'm going Titans 23-12. This game scares me. An easy victory. What? It does. It scares, Remember, you. it scares me like the Jets game scared me. Uh, the Titans are coming off. This is a classic sandwich spot. Look, we just beat the, Think of all these teams we've just beat. And we beat the Saints. And now we arguably have to play the worst team, and then we got to go to play Patriots and what could be for a number one seed? To ask them to look past them. It, I don't think they're going to fall to it. I, what I really hope that this game is is a let's figure out what we do with our run game because it's the last two teams were tough to figure out, like Rams and Saints. What, you, what, what are you going to do? Yeah. The thing that scares me most about this game is Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> this is weird for me to say this, but Tyrod Taylor, before he got hurt, he was good. Like was playing. Oh, here we go. Was he playing better than Tannehill? Playing really well. He was playing actually as a, if you want to go by specifically his numbers, he was playing as a top five quarterback. No. I, 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 the problem no. is he came back in like every quarterback that you see here that has missed time, whether it be Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, any of these guys, they've come back and they were terrible their first game back. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he was terrible his first game back, but this is game two. So uh, he could go out there and do something. I don't expect them to lose. I, I think they win, but this ten and a half is way too big. I think Tennessee wins by like you know four points. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a one score victory, in my opinion. Um, Houston's bad. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But uh, this team, this Titans team, just seems like. Every time that we doubt them, that we think that they're just going to have another lapse like they did against the the Jets, you know, uh, they don't. And I'm hoping that that stays this way. I mean, I think this is going to be, I don't know, call it 24-20, something like that. It's a divisional game. Who knew I'd have the most confidence this week? 23-12, I think I know what it is. I've pinpointed it. I like your head coach. You and like, I think you like this, a right tackle. I think that this team is taking over the head coach's identity. You've got players that are the right tackles. You've got team. players that are not good, like your right tackle the best and your ever. cornerbacks, Jack Rabbit, giving up more touchdowns. I mean, you've got players that aren't good, but I like your coach. I love Vrabel. I, I don't know that he's the best X's and O's guys, but I think he's no. an excellent motivator. And Absolutely. I, I, I'm a big, big fan of, of him. The only thing I don't like about him is he's a defensive coach, so we're just going to keep getting our offensive play callers picked every single year. But you know what? That happens. That means we're having success, so good for that. Let me transition into telling you a quarterback that I have ranked just above Tannehill. So remember, everyone, we have Tannehill. We have Wentz. Mm. And one place above Tannehill, 
I have Matthew Stafford. And these guys have been high on him all year, but guess what he did last week? 31 to 10 blowout loss over San Francisco. Jimmy G was 15 of 19 with two touchdowns and no picks. Stafford, two picks. Beckham, his debut, he had two catches, 18 yards. It's a good time for a bye for the Rams, right? It is. But, I mean, Beckham was only there for a couple days. He played 18 plays. And I think this is more about the – man, Kyle Shanahan owns (laughs) McVay. I don't get that. He's five straight games. I, I, I think I think it's because Shanahan used to be McVay's boss in college. You said it because I I called out the Rams as my best bet because I didn't know what in the world was happening in San Fran. It's like a Nick, already, it's like a Nick Saban and all of his assistants yeah. thing going on. It, it's it's in their head at this point. It, oh, totally. It, it's really weird. It doesn't make sense because he's not on the field, you know. But every they just the team looks bad. I don't. I don't know. But you're right. It's perfect time for buy for with them. Yeah. yeah. Take but a break. I, but but what also could have have that was I listened to this interview with Jeff Fisher and he said at the end of that Titans Ram games he goes watch what the Rams do next week because the Titans were so physical and beat them down this is going to hurt them for weeks. Will the Beckham thing work, Blake? Or is it just like glad that my team doesn't have him? I think that they have unknowingly let a cancer into their locker room. I mean, that's already one that has Jalen Ramsey, and he's no that's angel. That's what I'm saying. I mean, now you've got one on offense and defense. Oof. I don't know. You've got two assholes on your team. <laughs> they, they they are that. They have only one asshole per team. One one asshole limit. Jesus. I don't know. So, yeah, San Fran blew – blew the Rams out of the water, and then last week the, the Jags lose 23-17 over Indy. It really wasn't even that close. This no. game started at 17 to nothing behind yeah. Jonathan Taylor, a big run, a punt block for a touchdown. It was 17-0. And then, the other guy? Yeah, the other guy was running around out there, and you know Urban Meyer's got his hand over his face, can't look, and the Jags outscored him 17-6 to the rest of the way after that. But uh, – Robinson had a little return. He he got limited work, scored his touchdown. Um, nothing to say from Trevor Lawrence again. That's two weeks in a row he's had no nothing, no touchdowns, no picks. But just they've he's got no one to throw it to. That wide receiving core is one of the worst that I've ever seen. Um, speaking of Jalen Ramsey, by the way, I just found yeah. out my wife coaches his daughter and niece. But um, I saw that. I think uh, I saw that. Uh, the gymnastics. Yeah. Yep. But I thought something so interesting. I watched last night on Hard Knocks inside Indy. They were prepping for the game against Jacksonville. And in one of the special teams unit, the special teams coach had Jacksonville's punt return or punt kicking, the kicking team out there for the punts. And he goes, Look, they do not know how to block on this guard. This is where we're going to block them. We will block them this week. And it sure enough, it went back and happened. I thought it was it, kind of crazy. I mean, he just like called it out beforehand. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was seventeen nothing. I kind of quit watching, and I saw the score later, and I was like, "Whoa, what's going going on?" Yeah. And saw the highlights after that. Yeah, that that I mean, that was statistically bleak. Uh, Wentz no touchdown passes for the first time in seven games, and any time that Mister Jonathan Taylor runs for one hundred yards, the Colts are nine and zero. Oh. I mean, they they didn't have to do anything else other than he didn't have to really do anything other than turn around and hand it to him. I mean, I, I, but the Jags actually 
didn't let him run anymore the rest of the game after the one run. I mean, there was nothing. I, Big nothing burger. I thought he was on his way to one of those that what I said last week, mm-hmm. one of those one seventy five two touchdowns because he was at one twenty and one at the end of the first freaking quarter or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do they let the foot off the get? I don't know what. I I didn't watch every play of that game to be able to know what happened. I just yeah, uh, nothing was really. It was not a very stimulating game. No, was I mean. <laughs> No, the Colts. Who wants to watch that? Now the Colts have to go to Buffalo. We'll see which of those two teams stand up here. Let's go Colts. And, uh, <laughs> and then this game, the 4-5 and five San Francisco 49ers coming off their big victory over the Rams have to travel out east to the 2-7 and seven Jacksonville Jaguars with their no home field advantage. Blake, is it even worth talking about? Is there anything here? I, I mean – I mean, you used a very exciting voice, and you really pumped that up really well. But honestly, I'm over here rolling my eyeballs just because this is just, for me, this has got beat down written all over it. I mean, another one. Another one for the Jaguars, in my opinion. Um, I don't see anything here to to really talk about, honestly. I, I don't know if anybody – does anybody have any expectations for the, for the Jaguars in this game? Unless it's a letdown game for 49ers. I mean, it's a bad matchup. Short week. Yeah. Traveling east. They just won against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, but they're playing a junior high team. It, it, how about this, though? Jags have played the 49ers five times, and right. they've never lost in the state of Florida against them. They've won two games. That was before I mean, Urban that, Meyer came there. That is. That it, includes, like – Great quarterbacks like Steve Young. Yeah, it goes way back because Jags haven't won a game against the NFC in three years. Mm-hmm. Um, my matchup on that one, why it's so bad, is 49ers have a really good pass defense. Mm-hmm. And Jags continue to throw it 66% of the time with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Poor Trevor. Yeah. He doesn't deserve this. He really doesn't. And I'm being sincere when I say that. <laughs> he deserves such a better situation. I mean, they 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 drafted a running back in the first round, which wow. was a mistake in and of itself. But uh, this wasn't the plan, folks. This was not the plan. It was supposed to be Robinson and ETN and a little bit of Chark, but he's barely got any of those three guys. Robinson's on a bum ankle. Yeah. It's hey, you got Carlos Hyde back there. Oh God, that's awful. It's awful. I don't know why. I mean, I know why he's playing. He's getting a paycheck. I don't know why people are allowing him to play. That's bad. <sighs> um, San Francisco. The stat I found, Blake, was San Francisco is two and O straight up in Eastern Time Zone this year. In that exact same scenario, they were three and O last year. I'm predicting that they go to three and O this year. <laughs> San Francisco twenty four, Jags twenty. Ooh, Jags cover. Okay. I disagree with the covering part. <laughs> <laughs> what if you like Jags win by yeah, double yeah. digits? Uh, as uh, I will remind everybody, I will not ever pick the Jaguars as long as Urban Meyer is the head coach. I really like Trevor Lawrence, but I think that uh, Urban Meyer is a shitbag. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm saying uh, Niners. Niners by let's see I'm gonna go th- I'm gonna go 28 14 
I was literally thinking the same score, but I'm going to go 28 to 10. Niners. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. No, me neither. All right. I, you just don't know which Niners team's going to I mean, what, you know, you don't know what they're going to so do. So they're running back, interestingly enough, who is on my fantasy team. He, uh, Elijah Mitchell, he yeah. has a, a, finger or a hand procedure this week leading into the game. He's been very limited at practice, but they still expect him to play. Uh, I don't know how they're going to cover Debo Samuel oh, God, the entire gonna... day. And, and, and then Brandon Ayuk. And they've got new. They've got another running back that just came back last week in Wilson. He's... And they're not even talking about Sermon yet. <sighs> they, Sermon. they hate him for some reason. I don't <laughs> even know. I don't know why they traded up to get him. Um, okay. But that they... They did, but Wilson, they gave the ball 10 times. He's been on IR, and he's back. I think he's going to be the guy this week. But Debo, he went he went off this last yeah. game. And and I ha- I went into my fantasy game with 95% chance of winning, and I lost because, because of Debo. Debo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, if anyone had Dak last week, <laughs> the, the Dallas Cowboys got back in a big way last week with a 43-3 victory over the Atlanta Falcons. Dak Prescott, 296 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Blake, are the Cowboys back and ready to go? It seems like it, right? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, what what else can you say? I mean, Dak had him a good little game, good little bounce back, 296 yards, two touchdowns. Man, the Falcons. You can't ever. You just can't ever tell. Stay tuned, folks. These two have to talk about the Falcons next week when they visit the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, God. God, I'm going to pick the Falcons next week. Yeah, I know. But there was another quarterback. Can I select a tie? (laughs) Yes, you can. There was another quarterback that had a bounce back week last week leading into this matchup. Patrick Mahomes. Four. 406 yards, five touchdowns, and a 41 to 14 thumping of the Las Vegas Thugs. Raiders. Las Vegas Thugs. Yeah, you know, this is the first meeting between Dak and Mahomes. Um, so it's going to be fun, right? Uh, and looking at this from a 30,000 foot view, people talk about <laughs> how Chiefs can't cover, and they can't really. They have nine straight regular season home games. They haven't. They haven't covered. Um, but they went from worst to first in one weekend? What happened to the West? That's all within <laughs> one game of each other. It, the key to this is going to be how does Dallas play defense? That's yeah. gonna, that's really going to be it because do they go to that two high shell or cover one or cover three? So most teams, when they figured out Patrick Mahomes played this two high shell, and then they went to play the Raiders last week, and the Raiders were like, no, screw that. We're not doing that. We're going to do what we normally do. And they got torched. The Cowboys usually do the same thing. They usually play the cover one or three, which Mahomes owns. And I expect Dallas to do the same thing. And if they do that, then Trayvon Diggs is about to give up. I was about to say, you've been mentioning his technique Mm -hmm. and what he does and how these quarterbacks have targeted him. They do target. Mahomes sees this. Oh, yeah. They see this, and they, they don't just see him. They're looking at chops on both sides. So, Trayvon Diggs has given up the second most yards to receivers this season. Mm. The number three on that is the other starting cornerback for Dallas Cowboys. Uh, So, if they're playing their normal defense, I mean, look out Tyreek Hill, 200-plus yard game. Wow. Wow. 
Blake, bring bring back some hope to the Cowboys. What you I got? mean, I, I can't argue with the defensive stuff there. I mean, I, I just think that it they have to have Dak at his best. They have to. Uh, in games like this, I mean, you got two marquee quarterbacks going against each other. It's, it's really about who's going to blink first, in my opinion. Um, and also the fact that I live in a household with a wife <laughs> who's a huge Cowboys fan. I mean, I, I'm leaning more towards the Cowboys. All right. I mean, isn't it amazing how I think that Dallas is very similar to the Vols? I mean, do you need a defense if your <laughs> offense is that efficient? Does it even matter? <laughs> when you, when you can spread it around to whoever you want to, you can run it with Zeke if you want to, Pollard if you want to. They've got, they've got. You're right. They've got advantages all over the place. Their receivers are better than Chiefs cornerbacks. Their running backs are better than anybody that can cover them on the Chiefs. Tight ends are better. You just pick your weapon and you go to it. And and in the media, they said Dax played better than Patrick Mahomes this year. So they're saying that's better. Matchups favored the Cowboys. I don't know that I'm brave enough to pick it. Well, I am forced to pick it. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and put that out there that I'm going to go. Oh, good Lord. I'm going to go Dallas 3130. Mm. Hey, either way, that'd be a great game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will be. I think it'll be a really fun to watch game. Yeah. Cowboys maybe without their left tackle. How you can mm-hmm. beat Mahomes with natural pressure there without their best lineman. He's done. And Gregory, um, people talk about the Chiefs being bad. The Chiefs, who they've lost to, their combined records are 25-12. and 12. They've had a really tough run. I think that this one is Kansas City. The score, God, I mean, it could be 41 to 38. I mean, it could just be something psycho. I, I do think it's a, <laughs> I do think it's a field goal game, which honestly is one of the things that lead me here. Um, Chiefs have a better kicker. It really could come down to that. Whoever's got the ball last. I'm taking Chiefs by three. Okay. I'm going by three, too. Kansas City, 27 to 24. And maybe that's just me hoping that there's a some defense. No, there's not. No. <laughs> no, there's nothing. 27-24. Underdog time where we have to identify teams that are not supposed to win. That will win outright. Parker, have you found one? Yes, and I have written down the Oakland Raiders, which obviously has changed to uh, Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I mean, that's a little shout-out to old Brandon. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Back in the day. Versus Cincy. This is not me endorsing the Raiders. This is me selling the Bungles. If you look at a formula that calculates how each team is ranked based on their schedule, it takes all this stuff in. The Raiders are higher than Cincinnati, and they're at home. This is for the Raiders' season. Lose this game, and the players are like, all right, we've lost our coach. One of our most popular players killed somebody. Another first-round player got cut for being an idiot, and we've lost three games. F this, pack up. I'm done for the season. They lose out. They go 5-12. and 12. They rally, though, and they win this game, and winning solves everything, and they could get right back on, on, the, on the train to do this. I really think this game is that important. If they lose this game, I think they're done. This is also fading Bengals coach Zach Taylor. <laughs> You've loved him all year. Oh, I've got a whole thing about him. I can go oh, off about it. Yeah, we'll say we'll save that for Zach Parker's power bomb. Taylor is awful on the road. First of all, in his media press conference, he's talking more about roulette than he is about the freaking football game. And I lay out why he might be the worst coach in football in the preview podcast. Y'all can go back and look at that. But 
as bad as he is even at home on the road, straight up, he is four fifteen and one as a head coach. I just think that they're going to just be bad, and and this isn't a huge part of it, but it's part of my thinking of it. Bengals are a young team, right? They're going to Las Vegas. Raiders aren't going out any anytime soon. Trust me, they're staying at home. We're in the hotel room, wherever they need to be. But I think uh, Raiders win this game. I, I'm fading the Bengals on this one. Mm. And Zach Taylor. Mm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with a team that just left Nashville, Tennessee. I'm going with the Saints to not lose this week. They have to make another road game though, so that's what's a little hesitant about it. Back to back roadies. Yep. I looked at this game. Saints over the Philadelphia Eagles. Parker, you said what they're good at, right? The Saints are good at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles, their quarterback runs. So their running backs will try to run if they'll let them. But uh, I'm just not trusting the passing game. If, if, if it's if it's their rookie that's locked up with Lattimore or whatever, I mean, it's this should be close if not a Saints. It's just straight up victory. Well, all right. Yeah, he shut down AJ. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm heading up to Seattle, Arizona at Seattle. Right now, Arizona's what are that? It's fluctuating between two and a half. three yeah. and two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson is 35 and 10 when following a loss. Um, I think that. Russell is anxious to get back and reestablish himself within the uh, kind of all the conversations out there about quarterbacks. Um, Arizona coming off a loss. Um, I think uh, this is a, a prime opportunity for Russell Wilson to have one of those Russell Wilson games where he just kind of takes over and beats somebody all by himself. So for that, I'm saying Seattle is going to take it. Parker and I both like Seattle. Yep, I week. agree. I think he bounces back after that game last week. Yeah. Best bets, I'm going to go ahead and start this one too because it plays off of Parker's underdog pick. I'm going Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm going Cincinnati minus one against the Vegas Raiders. I think that uh, between the off-field things, the on-field things, we are starting to see – we're right in the middle of it. We're starting to see the – annual collapse of the Raiders team. Um, I believe, I don't know much about the coach. I I know you love hating him, but um, I think maybe, maybe this team is just young enough that they don't dwell on things, Blake. And they just take it one game at a time behind Joe Burrow. And uh, I'll put my trust in Burrow and their running back mixing to easily cover a one point spread. You were saying about that midseason collapse. So last year the Raiders started off six and three, then they went two and five. Yeah. Year before that started six and four, then they went one and five. I feel like I'm right in the middle of it again. This is the same story over and over. Yep. And it continues with a loss to Cincy. There you go. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go go out to Midway here. The Bears. Uh, right now, they are um, underdogs to the Ravens. Well, they got them at six-point underdogs. Um, 
who knows what's going on with Lamar Lamar Jackson? I about said Lamar Alexander. <laughs> Walking across the stage. Golly, uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's he's got the shits or what. Uh, if he's got the the Chipotle's, if we will. <laughs> he got the cough, um, the guac. He been cool. Yeah. Well, he got a little extra pico on his uh, Chipotle. Maybe he tried some of that hot sauce. Justin Fields <laughs> has been playing better. I, I, I don't think that they're going to win, but I think they cover this six point spread. I'd love for them to win. Yeah, they would definitely uh, help out the Titans. Make some folks here in Middle Tennessee happy. That's for sure. All right. I've said this one like three times this year, so it's going to get old. But it works. It's worked every single time I've said it. Steelers plus six and a half. It's a Tomlin raw raw spot. After week five, he covers 71% as an underdog. And that's not on a handful of game. That's a sample size of 55 games. And I don't want Big Ben to play. I want Mason Rudolph to play because he's been practicing all week. As an underdog without Big Ben, Tomlin is 13-3-2 and three and two against the spread. <laughs> Give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers to probably straight out win this game. <laughs> wow. Give me six and a half. Give, Give me six and a half. Give it to him. Back up the boat because he's putting a bet on it. <laughs> Make some money with Parker. Parker's got a feeling. So Before right. we go, I want to know, do you have a – Parker's power bomb this week. I, I do have a quick message for my favorite coach in the NFL, Zachary Taylor. I mentioned he sucks on the road. In the preview pod, I broke down his pre- predictable offense. Earlier, Bradley mentioned how Joe Burrow has thrown 11 interceptions and leads to the league in it. That's true. But if you look at most of those interceptions, it's when he's forced to throw into windows. They're not really his fault. I mean, they're his fault, but they're, you know, they're down, they're throwing into triple coverage. I'm here to say. Free Joe Burrow. You think of the Bengals and you think they're slinging it around. You're wrong. They're not. I'm down for a balanced passing running game, but Burrow has attempted the 22nd most pass attempts in the league. That's less than Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, Tyler Heineke, who didn't even start the year, and Big Ben, who has played in one less game than Burrow. And it's not like he's in some positive game script where they're beating the team handedly and handing it off. They don't need to pass. Being this far down the list for someone this good is inexcusable. Let me give you a couple of numbers. According to Pro Football Focus, he's the sixth-rated quarterback, one behind my boy. (laughs) Sixth-rated quarterback. If you go to an older stat I'm not as big in, the more traditional quarterback rating, he's ninth. He's top four in passing touchdowns, top six in completion percentage, and my man stands in the pocket to the last second. He only has eight unscripted scrambles. That's the same as Matt Ryan and less than Jared Goff, Derek Carr, and Sam Darnold. He does this with a quick release because he's got a trash offensive line. He has to get rid of the ball in two and a half seconds on average. That's 10th quickest in the league or in the top 10 in the league. My conclusion, Joe Burrow needs to be higher than 22nd in attempts. Zach Taylor, you suck. Let him throw the ball more, and you will win more. And that was Parker's powerbomb. Boom. Right through a Bill's Mafia table. Jeez. Get out of his way. My goodness. Free Joe Burrow. F you, Taylor. F you. So bad. Wow. Well, that was a show. That was a show. Yeah, it was. Uh... Hey, guys, thanks for joining us today on this, our combined picks and reaction show. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. Let us know what you think. Does Joe Burrow need to be throwing the ball more? Is Zach Taylor holding him back? 
What do you think? Guys, closing comments. Please, God, don't lose to the Jets and the Texans. That would be bad. Why am I not worried? I think the Titans roll 23-12. Let's go, Titans! The fact that he's saying that worries me. Let's go. Either way, two-tone blue. I am only two and eight picking the Titans, so that could be some bad juju. <laughs> yeah. It could be. Two-tone blue all the way. You guys be well.